Beam. Hello, this is Angelito with Sit Down Rewind. This is Season 2, Episode 2, and I got a really good one for you guys today. Probably one of my favorites this year so far. Remember, we still got a lot to go this year, but this one is really packing a punch for me. This is the review for Maloom. Now, Maloom is a reimagining slash retelling of the movie The Last Shift from 2014 by director Anthony de Blasi. Now, you know, in 2014... He came out with this movie, and if you were in, if you're, you know, unless you're living under a rock or something or in a bubble, you know, the horror community accepted Last Shift with open arms. You know, we loved it. It was a great movie. It was awesome. And the fact that they were able to get, you know, a bigger budget and, and have him do the creative freedom with what he wanted to do, you know, it was awesome because, you know, I love it when a director gets to, you know, show his vision and tell his story the way that he wanted to do it and remember that making a movie has a lot of moving parts guys so you know there's budget there's time actors this and that you know there's so many things behind the camera that a lot of people don't really take into consideration with movies and the fact that he was able to do what he did with the last shift is awesome man it's you know I, i always find it motivational when i see these um amazing movies done with you know with smaller budget but such you know impactful stories and you know anthony did a fantastic job with the last shift and i and i'm going to say it he did a phenomenal job with Maloom, man. I think he did really fucking good. Anthony, if you're listening to this, man, I, I, I applaud you, bro. You did really good, man. And I'm also going to give a shout out to the main actress here, Jessica Sula. She did really good as well, man. She pretty much had to carry the entire film. Don't get me wrong. There's other actresses and actors in this movie that did great as well. But remember that the main focus of this movie was Jessica and her journey or her downward spiral into insanity. And we're going to get into that right now. But, you know, a couple of other shout outs here with the actors. Uh, Mr. Kevin Wayne, you did great as the homeless guy. I thought that he did a fantastic job. And Candace uh, Coke, she did great as well as the mom. Um, Very, very good performances, man. Very good performances by these actresses and actors. I think that they all did a solid job. It kept everything, you know, very very you know on edge and and it just kept you engaged which is always what i'm looking for i don't exactly know the name of the of the hooker in the movie but she did a fucking awesome job because she was literally you know had me scared (laughs) she had me scared because she was just you know fucking scared shitless in the movie so let's start off with the review guys what did i love about this movie i love the fact that you know you can tell that Anthony is a big fan of doing things practical, you know, practical effects, makeup effects, doing things that are real, trying to cut back on the, you know, bullshit, CGI, green screen, all this stuff that, you know, that we just, you know, it works in some movies, but it doesn't in others. You know, I'm, I, I really love the fact that he wanted to do a lot of practical effects and the way that he used them was really fucking cool man and and i like i said i keep applauding this guy this guy's doing a great job man the the you know uh, um shout out to the makeup effects team who did this movie you guys were awesome as well shout out to everybody on this production man because you can tell there was a lot of you know heart and soul into this thing and, and you can tell that anthony really loves this the story and and the movie and he really wanted to make it his own like baby you know that's his thing man and and i'm super happy for the guy man 
So what else did I love about the movie? I love the fact that he is able to to um, merge reality with hallucination so effortlessly. You know, that's very hard to do, man, because I've seen other movies where uh, directors and, and or just the studio, whatever it is, uh, the, the editing, it's just not there. And sometimes you, you don't know whether you're, you're in a hallucination or not. And then sometimes you think it's reality, but it's done in a way where it kind of confuses you. But the way that Anthony uh, executes this in the movie Maloom was, you know, effortlessly. And, and he does it in a nightmarish way. Like, this movie gave me so many different vibes. It gave me Silent Hill vibes. It gave me huge Jacob's Ladder vibes. And if you if you know me personally, you know that Jacob's Ladder is one of my top five horror movies of all time, man. And, and the references that Anthony did to that movie in this movie was awesome. It's like little Easter eggs, you know, like when they're dragging her in the hospital bed and the camera's right on the wheel, you know, completely straight from Jacob's Ladder, which is such a beautiful homage to that movie. Same thing with the scene where they're all in the room and their heads are shaking and stuff and they're in the hospital beds and, and you know that's obviously inspiration and, and you know from Jacob's Ladder which is something that I truly love because I love it when I see a director that you know pays homage to movies that he loved and you know movies that I love as well because you know he you can tell that he loves horror movies he loves the craft of filmmaking the, the, the guy is killing it man Anthony you, you did phenomenal dude I can't stop saying it um, so obviously the kills well, not the kills, but more of the, you know, the, the creepy imagery in the movie. It's just really fucking creepy and weird. You know, like scenes like when she's in the holding cell and you see the three people out of nowhere just fall because they were hung with bags over their heads. That really fucking scared the shit out of me, man. I thought it was awesome. Same thing with the scene in the, in the shooting range. You know, when the when that paper comes and it has that symbol and then she takes it off and she's she sees that creature, that demon with the bag over his head, you know, super well executed jump scares. That's another thing I really want to fucking talk about in this movie. If you want to do jump scares the right way, you should really study this movie. Because he did it in a way where it didn't come off as, you know, like, hey, booga, 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 you know, some like fucking Scooby-Doo type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he did it in a, in, in a way where it wasn't annoying. It wasn't stupid. He did it in a way where it effectively came at you. And it actually genuinely scares the shit out of you. So I love it when somebody can execute a jump scare the right way and, and, and in a good way. So he has that down packed, man. Other things that I loved about this movie, you know, obviously I'm super into these, um, I, I guess it's sort of like a genre. It's like a psychological mixed with like satanic, like cult type of movies. Those, those are like my go-tos because I love it when they implement psychological you know, things into these movies, because when, when you're merging reality with hallucinations, like you as the audience, you don't really know whether what you're seeing is real or not. And it confuses you. And I really love that, man, because, you know, I don't want it to be cookie cutter all the time. I don't want them to be spoon feeding me like I'm in hospice, you know, eating compota, like eating applesauce and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I want to, you know, question. I want to think about, I want to sit, sit and ponder on the movie, the premise, like, was it real? Was it not real? Those are the type of movies that I usually gravitate towards. 
you know, things like Jacob's Ladder, um, you know, any movie that psychologically messes with you is going to be my, my kind of movie, man, because I just love, I just love it, man. It's just something that can get your mind working a little bit. You know, it's not your typical slasher. Don't get me wrong. I love slashers. And, and, you know, it's a great genre, but sometimes I do want to be messed with. I want to be challenged. I want to be, you know, I want to question things. I want to sit down and talk about subjects that aren't usually talked about. And these movies really do the job, man. And Maloom is one of them. Um, what, what else did I love about the movie? Like I said, the bum in the movie uh, did a great job. You know, when he pisses on, the, when he takes a piss on the door, I just, I was cracking up. I couldn't hold my laugh back because I can imagine myself being, you know, Jessica in the movie being, you know, my first day on the job and I have a bomb pissing on the front door of the station. I'll be like, God damn it, man. Why the fuck you taking a piss, man? You know, like I, I, <laughs> I was cracking up, dude. And like I said, the movie plays with your mind. Um, Jessica did a phenomenal job, you know, as a main actress and her mom as well. Like her mom, you can tell she's been through it. She, she's an alcoholic and the relationship between her and her mom was very, very weird because she would call her mom by her first name. Like she was pulling some white people shit. You know how like teenagers, like they, they don't talk, they don't say mom or dad. They call them by their first name just to piss them off on purpose. She was kind of doing that, but dude, she was like 30 something. She's a grown ass woman at this point. Like, dude, you don't gotta be such you know like the character was being such a bitch like in the beginning like i understand that there's maybe a backstory to it maybe the mo the mother wasn't there or whatever but you know don't don't be one of those people that use that as an excuse you know what i'm saying like i know a lot of those type of people don't use it as an excuse anyway i digress like i said there's so many creepy images in this movie that just fuck with you especially towards the end so remember that this is a slow burn and you start slowly on you know unraveling the story of what really happened with the cult you know they're worshiping the low god and you know the main character of the cult is like a it's like a charles manson type of guy but a little bit more clean cut and, you know, they take them in for interrogation and you're watching these interrogation tapes and the way that they edited this movie with the interrogation tapes was just fucking phenomenal because it, it, it just makes you be on edge so much because they just cut everything so quickly and they're saying all these bizarre sh things and there's one chick that said that she chopped, chopped, chopped off some dude's nuts and shoved them in his mouth and shit and then the leader is just talking about coming back and taking everything that the cop which is jessica's father loves he's like i'm gonna come back i'm gonna take everything that you love i'm gonna kill it all i'm gonna you know and and eventually you know spoiler alert we're going into spoiler territory here <clears throat> he does you know at the end he does get his way and the demon does get, you know, does get its way because the soul feeds the demon, the low God, the low God. I'm telling you, it's, it's, <laughs> it's that, that type of movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it's those like cult movies that has a little bit of Satan, uh, satanic worshiping and stuff like that. I, I'm, you know, that's my type of movie, man. I love it. It, it you know, it gets the, gets the people going. So basically the story goes, uh, Jessica's father shoots uh these two cops after for no reason he just shoots these two cops and then kills himself and then everybody in in the in the police force hates him because obviously you know he killed fellow officers so you know rightfully so they're gonna hate him but you know the way that they treat jessica in the movie is hilarious because every chance that a cop gets in this movie they just say you know your father's a piece of shit 
you know, and we fucking hate them. So they just keep constantly back and forth with that. Like the entire movie, any chance that somebody gets, they just go, yeah, by the way, you know, your father is a piece of shit. You know, he killed those two cops. He's a piece of shit. I was there. <laughs> so I did mention in the beginning of, uh, of this review that there is an actress that I, I was praising, which is a, a woman that plays a hooker. And she's not in the movie for that long. But the you know, the scene with the hooker really creeped me out, man, because the way her performance was so on point because they were talking. She's like bandaging her up and cleaning her wounds and stuff because she did. I don't know what. And out of nowhere, the, the, the hooker just keeps looking behind Jessica and she's like, <laughs> And she's just like freaking the fuck out, like scared shitless. You know what I'm saying? And she just starts screaming and shit. But before she does that, she says that she was there the day that those people hung themselves in the police station. But the entire movie, you think that Jessica's father, you know, killed them in, in a gunfight or something like that because they just keep bringing it up. But apparently it wasn't. They, they hung themselves in that police station where, funny enough, Jessica signed up to do her first ever police shift as a late shift in the station where all that happened and her father did what he did. So, you know, if you've seen the last shift, you know, you're, you know, you remember, okay, so don't, I don't got to, you know, I, gotta, I don't got to baby you. So obviously things start unraveling. She starts uncovering things about the case. She starts watching the tapes. She starts noticing that, you know, there's there's weird shit going on and things just start getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And and it's just a downward spiral, man, into insanity in such a magnificent way. Because like I said, Anthony, he just effortlessly like just makes you go from okay this is reality this is normal and then you just drop like if you fell off a building straight into insanity like you don't know what's real and what's not real you know these two cops came and and, and you think they're real and they're talking about you know about her father's situation and you oh you know these cops came so she's not alone the whole time she's she's got somebody there with her but you know then you turn out that maybe they weren't really there I'm telling you, it's a very big back and forth of what's reality, what's not reality. And, and that's why I genuinely love this movie, man, because it's it plays with you. It fucks with you. It, you know, it's it's talking. It does like these like the imagery is just so creepy and I don't want to spoil everything. That's why I'm trying to be a little bit vague <laughs> with the movie as much as I can, because I want to make sure that you guys can enjoy it. And I don't want to spoil the huge moments, specifically towards the end of the movie, like these big, big moments. But I will say the blood, the guts, the gore, the makeup, my God, man, what a fantastic job. Reminds me of, you know, back in the, back in the Friday the 13th days where they just went balls to the walls, nuts crazy with the with the cool effects and stuff and, and and they put time and money into it and you can tell that they did that with this movie which i i found awesome so you know obviously at the end of the movie i'm you know like i said i'm going into into spoiler territory we find out this big twist that the mom was involved with the cult and you know and the, and and jessica turns out to it, it you know kind of be part of them so you know the cult leader you know he always you know, said, I'm coming back for you. I'm coming back for you, you know. And eventually he does. And, you know, shit goes fucking haywire, man. And and they start um, raiding the building that she's in. So, uh, you know, let me give a little bit of backstory of what's going on with the, with the police station. The police station is in this fucked up ghetto. 
and obviously the police force have like little to no fucking officers to take care of anything so she's there by herself like she has no backup the entire movie she has no fucking backup she has nothing all she has is her gun and she's just got to wing it bro because it's her first day on the job you know if i was jessica maybe wait like a week couple of weeks maybe a month to do that you know because you know get you know get the you know go through the you know the basic shit you know go out in the streets a little bit you know get you know make your own and, and then eventually do that but don't oh, get primer dia first fucking day oh i'm gonna do the nice shift at the at the fucking haunted police station and shit come on man don't do that jessica anyway like i said you guys need to see this movie it's a fantastic fantastic horror movie i'm trying not to spoil too much you know what i'm saying specifically with the gore and the guts and stuff because towards the end of the movie it goes like i said it goes balls to the walls guys there's blood there's there's makeup effects there's this insane makeup effects satanic worshiping you know it has everything in the book for a good horror movie these days who do i recommend this movie to if you're a fan of the original Last Shift, you're going to love it. If you like anything to do with cults, satanic worshiping, psychological thriller, horror movies where it just fucks with your mind. If you like Jacob's Ladder, you'll love it. If you like any movie that just plays with your mind and gets you, keeps you guessing the entire movie, you're going to love the movie. Because it, while I was watching it, you know, you think... You know, as somebody who reviews movies like myself, I, you know, I try to turn the review hat off when I watch a movie. I just try to be a regular audience member. And sometimes when you're watching a movie, you kind of like want to predict everything because movies are so predictable. But in this one, the way that Anthony crafted this movie was, man, it was just so perfect because it, you would think that something was going to happen, but then it wouldn't happen. And then it would just throw you a, a curveball. You know what I'm saying? So it kept going back and forth. It kind of did like a little bit of a Barbarian. If you remember Barbarian from last year, one of my favorite horror movies of all time, because it was so perfect at just completely like switching, like the main characters switching the story keeping you completely in the dark even if you were like 20 minutes into the movie you were still completely in, in the dark as to who the main character really is what's really actually going on what's going to happen next those are the type of movies you know that i usually recommend everybody that i know because those are the movies that i really enjoy so if you enjoy a movie that's really going to keep you on your toes it's going to keep you guessing and it's going to have the blood the guts the gore the cults the satanic worshiping and, and all that and, and great performances by the way you know i really appreciate when horror movies have great performances you guys are going to be hearing me say that a lot whenever i really like a movie it's because man i really pay attention to a performance okay and if your performance is rock solid you already have one foot in the door with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. Cinematography, story, you know, storytelling, script, all that stuff, I do pay attention, okay? But a performance really makes it or breaks it for me. Because if I can't believe you, then I can't watch it. The other day, I started watching this movie on Amazon Prime that was supposed to be one of the quote-unquote best horror movies of 2023 so far. I couldn't finish it. Like, I just couldn't believe the main character. And a lot of people love it. I'm not going to say the name, but a lot of people love that movie. But I just didn't like it, man. I couldn't I couldn't watch it. I couldn't finish it. So long story short, guys, if you love The Last Shift, 
you'll love this movie. If you're into, you know, like an A24-esque type of movie, I'm not going to say that it's, a, it's, it's exactly like an A24 movie, but if you like that style of movie where, you know, it has to do with cults, has to do with uh, satanic worshiping, and, and it plays with your mind and all that stuff, watch Maloom. It was a fantastic movie. I'm going to probably put it maybe in my top 10 for the year so far. Remember, like I said at the beginning of the review, we do still have a lot to go in the year. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I'm trying to do as many reviews as I can. So, you know, bear with me here. I do the little quick review on TikTok or or whatever platform. And then the in-depth reviews are going to be on the actual podcast, like what you're listening to now. So obviously in this review, I was being a little bit more vague because I didn't want to spoil too much. So I pretty much had nothing bad to say about the movie. The pacing was perfect. The script was great. The performances were solid. The makeup, the effects, the creep factor, everything. This is a rock solid movie. I recommend it to anybody who loves Last Shift. I, I do not see why you would not love Maloon. Thank you so much. This has been Angelito with Sit Down Rewind. Dale.